Let the adventure begin with Chris Stinker Podcast. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 63. I am your host, Chris Danker, and wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are having the most excellent week. This week's episode is called Schools is Back in Session. I am a middle school teacher and I have been back in school uh, with students for about a week now, and so I wanted to share some key takeaways from this first week. And this episode was prompted by author Jen Hatmaker. She is a four-time best-selling author as well as a podcast host. And on August 13th, she had this uh, post on Instagram that I'm like, yes, yes, yes. She started it by saying, teachers, we are sorry for how we parented this summer. She said, school starts this week in Texas. The babies are heading back into the bosom of their schools where their teachers will attempt to undo the absolute sloth we allowed this summer. Whatever gains educators made last year were lost by mid-July when their students, in parentheses, under the supervision of their parents, in quotation marks, woke up at the crack of 12.45 p.m. and ate Rice Krispie treats for lunch. We are sorry, beloved teachers. We are. I swear we started strong in June. We had summer bucket list lists and schedules. They had to earn screen bucks by reading and completing other stimulating activities. We stocked the fridge with cut up fruit and restricted junk food to weekends. We organized arts and crafts Wednesdays and shit like that. But what happened is we got tired and these kids stopped being fun. They were real whiny about screen bucks and didn't want books, so we let them read the back of their sugar cereal boxes and said that counted. When we let them sleep in until the afternoon, they aren't awake and being noisy in our homes. I hope you can understand this concession. Sure, it meant they were awake at 3.30 a.m., making grilled cheese sandwiches and otherwise destroying our kitchens in the middle of the night, but that didn't bother us as much because we were peacefully sleeping. So teachers, what I am saying is that they are coming to you this week hopped up on soda and chips, fully off a functional sleep schedule, out of routine, and basically feral. We are so genuinely sorry. I expect the first few days to be a shit show for all of us. We meant to do better, but we run worse homes than you think. Good luck out there this week, everyone. The adults are back in charge and they'll fix what we neglected in no time. Honestly, this apology absolutely cracked me up in many ways. And I think one of the ways was the fact that because as a teacher, I'm like, well, she might be talking about kids, but um, as an adult who is a classroom teacher, I kind of did the same thing throughout the summer. I had really great intentions of being um, just very routine oriented throughout the summer. And just like Jen said, it it just fell apart in July. I I don't know what happened. I can't explain it. It just all fell apart. So I completely get it. And so it definitely cracked me up. But I want to say first and foremost, that we all need to give ourselves grace, whether we're teachers, parents, students, we all need to make sure that we give ourselves grace especially early on in the school year when we're all getting back into the routine. Because quite honestly, what what Jen said 
really struck me because I don't think I'd really thought about it before. Uh, and, and this is a person who has raised two children into adulthood that I really didn't think about getting back into the routine of school really does take a lot out of us. So give ourselves grace. But I also want to chat about this first week and some of my key takeaways. And the first one for me is just as a classroom teacher, how I want to set up my classroom environment. I, uh, my school district has an open house the day before our first day of school. And then our first day of school is an early dismissal. So we have about a half a day with our kiddos. Um, at that open house, I had at least a half dozen parents walk into my room and just, they told me how welcoming it was. I try to create as welcoming of an environment as I can. And I do it by, you know, I have a lot of classrooms have uh, pods of desks where they'll put, you know, groups of three or four together. I'm not that way. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, you know, me just being old school, but I have individual desks because for me, sometimes it's just nice for students to have their own individual space. But within that, I have 28 desks in my room and I have four of the desks that sit up higher and I, I have stools for them. And so it almost, I try to kind of create like a coffee shop atmosphere, quite honestly. I have some lamps throughout my room. I have two, um, just lower backed beach chairs uh, that also have lamps by them for reading purposes. I can turn my lights a little bit lower so it's not that sterile light overhead that you feel like you're in an operating room. I'm very thankful to be in a really new building where um, you can kind of turn down the lights a little bit. It's not completely noticeable, but again, it's it kind of just takes the edge off. And a lot of times when students are coming in either for their study hall or first thing in the morning, I have like soft jazz music playing in the background. I really want to create just a very peaceful, very welcoming um, environment for students to come into. And so it, it really felt like it achieved that when I had parents telling me that that it felt like that for them. Because quite honestly, as a classroom teacher, before students are going to learn the content of whatever curriculum you have, they have to feel as they have to feel welcomed. They have to feel included. They have to feel like they matter as young people. And so that is so important to me. I tell students that there are two things that they control. They control their attitude and their effort every single day. There's a lot of things that are out of their control, but those are two things that they absolutely 100% control. And I say, it's not just about you as kids. It's every single one of us, kids and adults alike. So it's important, you know, so as a key takeaway for me in that first week, it's creating a positive atmosphere in an environment where um, that is very inclusive. Another takeaway for me is that obviously we are all not used to sitting as much as we are doing during the school day. I have the luxuries of the class as a classroom teacher to be able to wander around my class as I'm teaching, but my students don't necessarily have that. They're in my classroom for 43 minutes. So I have to figure out pockets of time where they can, even if they're getting up and throwing 
something into the recycling bin or they're turning something in or we just break apart after we've done some classroom instruction and students have answered questions and I have them work with a partner for even two minutes. It's giving them that break so they don't feel like they're sitting in their seats for an entire 43 minutes because quite honestly, if I traded spots with them and had to sit for 43 minutes, I would really struggle. And so I get it. And so I try to build in some of those little breaks throughout the class period. Another takeaway I had is that organization takes time. Um, when I'm thinking about these kiddos in seventh, in seventh grade, even though they have been in our building for a year, um, my building is a sixth, seventh and eighth grade middle school. So even though they have been in the building for a year, a majority of them, that organizational piece still takes time. You have three minutes to get from one class to another. You need to kind of relearn how to open up your lockers, um, being prepared for class, knowing that there's going to have more homework. And then our seventh graders are participating in more clubs and activities and sports than they got to do in sixth grade. So it is a lot. And just that organizational piece, I know that sometimes I struggle with organization. And so I can't imagine being 12 or 13 years old and trying to get to my locker. I even think about after school, how you have kids, the, the buses leave at 315 and our kids get out at 310. So students are trying to get to their locker, unlock it, get what they need, get outside. So the bus buses don't leave them. You have kids that are um, involved in sports and so they need to get down to the locker rooms and change and get ready for practice. There's just a lot going on even at the end of the day. So that organizational piece, that takes time. And again, as the adults in their lives, we need to give them that time. And the thing that I found, you know, especially at the end of last week, I got home on Friday and Believe me, when I say from the bottom of my heart, I absolutely love, love, love what I do. However, I was exhausted. I had made so many decisions that I wasn't used to doing and I, I, I was tapped out. I mean, I'd had two, two and a half months off. And so my brain was done. I sat on the couch. I put my, um, lounge pants on and a, a t-shirt, uh, turned on my favorite show, Shit's Creek, and pretty much just watched that all Friday evening. Because I'm like, I, I don't want to make any decisions. I don't want to think anymore. And so I can only imagine what my students were, how they were feeling at the end of the week as well. So those were just some of my takeaways. And as you know, students who may listen to this, I want you to make sure that you're giving yourself grace. As the adults in these kids' lives, I want to encourage you, again, give them grace. When they are 12, 13 years old, and they are going through a lot of just physical and emotional changes, going through puberty, there's a lot going on with them. And then adding the academics on top of it, it can be really overwhelming. And sometimes we need not to ask our kids a barrage of questions after school or when they first get home because they've had to make decisions all day long too. It's kind of like letting, giving them that space to just kind of simmer, relax, and transition then into the family time in the evening.
So again, I love school. I'm glad it's back in session. I'm totally pumped, but I also know that the first, you know, couple of weeks are really about getting back into the routine for all of us. Thanks for joining me for this chat. Um, before I go, I want to remind you to, to mark your calendars for next week. August 30th, episode 64 will be the next interview. It is with a good friend of mine, fellow educator, Laura Enos. Laura and I taught together in a school district several years ago. We are both teachers still, um, but we're in obviously separate districts. And we had a great conversation about accountability in workouts and how something unique that Laura does, especially in the summer. I can't wait to share her wit with you. The way that she um, communicates is just amazing. You are going to love Laura. So join us next week for that conversation. If the podcast resonates with you, I would love it if you gave it a positive review. That's how others will discover it more easily. Also, if you want to connect on the socials, that info is in the show notes, but I hang out a lot on Instagram. You can find me there and follow me at christine.danker. Thanks for dropping in. And until next week, let your adventure begin. Peace.